1: You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia.
2: From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Kim Strother. Voters can get in line bright and early starting at 6 a.m. to cast their vote on Election Day, where peak times are usually in the early morning and the final few hours. Be sure to have an acceptable form of identification with you. Acceptable forms of photo ID include a driver's license, passport, student ID or military ID card, and more. Voters should head to their assigned precinct to vote. If you don't know where your precinct is, go to vote.elections.virginia.gov to find your polling location. Ahead of today's elections, VPM News is re-airing some of our team's recent work on referendums, voting rights and access, and the last entry in our 2023 voter guide. One of the biggest election issues in Richmond revolves around a second casino referendum. Reporter Jad Khalil explored arguments for and against the proposal.
3: At Hickory Hill Community Center, all the buzz is coming from talk about a Richmond casino. And from a food truck, its proposed operators have stationed outside the polls. Dorothy Forbes already cast her vote, but she came back.
0: Oh yeah, I bought my cousin to vote, so we can win this time. We gonna win.
3: She voted for the casino in 2021, when Richmond voters narrowly rejected the proposal. So now she's back and voted for it again. They say they a better jobs and opportunities for people to work. The companies behind the casino, Urban One and Churchill Downs, say the casino resort called Richmond Grand will create an estimated 1,300 jobs, plus more from its construction off I-95. They say the average compensation for employees will be about $55,000, including benefits. David O'Berry voted for the casino, for another reason. We enjoy the tax revenue from alcohol sales. Why shouldn't we enjoy the tax revenue from casino gaming? The city's estimated to receive about $30 million in annual tax revenue from the project and plans to direct that money largely to education and child care. Casino operators have also promised the city an upfront payment of $26.5 million if voters approve the referendum. Two women campaigning for the casino are directing people to the free food the operators have on site. One day, hot dogs were on offer. Another, it was catfish. The Virginia Center for Investigative Journalism reported that this is the most expensive local race ever in Virginia. The companies tripled their spending this time around on campaign efforts. That's made voter Michael Means a little cautious. gives me pause. I'm like, if they're willing to spend that much money just to bring it here, I'm just like, well, how much money is going to stay in the community? Means is undecided, even though he voted no in 2021. Lana Rain didn't vote in 2021, but she plans to vote no this time.
0: Gambling can be another thing that people could get addicted to. Um, I've worked around a lot of people who are addicted to gambling, and it's not fun.
3: The General Assembly's Research and Oversight Agency conducted a report in 2019 evaluating potential Virginia casinos. It cited national studies showing 5 to 10 percent of adults are at risk of gambling addiction. That's 10 to 20,000 people in Richmond. But the study stops short of directly connecting new casinos and increased problem gambling. Sadly, the hope of all of this profit is based off of people losing their money. Jasmine Cobb is a member of the board for No Means No Casino. Opponents like her are hoping for a repeat of the 2021 election. One no was enough, and I think this is like a Hail Mary. Opponents also have problems with transparency. Despite some changes, including the addition of Kentucky-based Churchill Downs as an operator, the city didn't conduct a public bidding process like it did in 2021. Churchill Downs CEO Bill Karstangen has said financing specifics would be announced after the referendum. The developers maintained the project, which includes a concert venue and a 55-acre park, will cost the same as projected in 2021, about $560 million. However, construction industry economists say building costs, especially labor, have risen anywhere between 10 and 20% over the last two years. If voters do approve the referendum, the gaming facility would open in May 2026, and all other construction would be completed in 2029. Jad Khalil, VPM News
2: redistricting is a little complicated to explain, but it has a huge impact on this year's General Assembly elections. VPM News is re-airing Megan Moore's report on how the redrawn maps might have moved people
0: to new, easier-to-understand districts. In 2020, 65 percent of voting Virginians passed a constitutional amendment on the ballot. The topic? Establishing a bipartisan commission to redraw election maps in the Commonwealth. The amendment replaced map making done by the General Assembly and the governor, and it added a failsafe. If the commission couldn't finalize new, equitable districts, the state Supreme Court would step in. The 16-person commission, which has both state lawmakers and Virginia citizens, was supposed to have new maps done by 2021. But that got pushed back, first due to COVID-19, and then because the Virginia Supreme Court had to appoint people to redraw them. As J. Miles Coleman with the University of Virginia Center for Politics puts it, taking redistricting out of politicians' hands is still a novel idea.
1: Redistricting is like any other bill. It's introduced, it's signed, it's passed by the legislature and signed off by the governor.
0: Coleman says these new maps might be easier to understand when compared to previous ones.
1: As someone who's always looking at these maps, who has to analyze elections and maps myself, I like them in the sense that the lines are much cleaner.
0: The maps were drawn with the U.S. Census in mind, which accounts for population changes over the last decade. Megan Moore, VPM News. State
2: officials have said the 3,400 voters mistakenly removed from Virginia's rolls were reinstated and notified ahead of today's elections. But, as Ben Pavier reported in late October, that total was more than 10 times higher than the initial estimate of less than 300 people.
1: A spokesperson for Governor Glenn Youngkin initially said the error appeared to affect fewer than 300 voters. The Virginia Department of Elections now puts the total at 3400. It says all but 100 have been added back by registrars and notified by mail. ACLU policy strategist Sean Winnetta says the mistake, which was first reported by VPM News, may have already deterred voters. I can't imagine how humiliating it must be to show up at the polls knowing your rights have been restored by the governor, and then being told that you can't vote. The purge centered on people who'd been convicted of felonies, but later regained their right to vote from a Virginia governor. Some in that group were mistakenly removed from the rolls after probation violations, not new felony convictions. Earlier this week, Youngkin ordered the state inspector general to investigate. Ben Pavier, VPM News.
2: In Hanover County, school board members are appointed by supervisors, not elected. Today, VPM News is re-airing Lyndon German's report in Hanover, where the board of supervisors, not voters themselves, currently
1: choose who gets to
2: sit on the board.
1: In September, Hanover residents gathered at the Ashland Library for a rally in favor of an elected school board. Sterling Daniel is a former school board member. He addressed concerns that taking school board selections to voters would make education too political. So clearly, they haven't had the TV on in the last two years like or Politics has always been in school divisions. It has always been in school boards. The event was hosted by the nonpartisan group Hanover Citizens for an Elected School Board. Over the last two years, the group petitioned the courts and Hanover Elections Office to add this question to the ballot. Shall the method of selecting the school board be changed from appointment by the governing body to direct election by the voters? Here's Daniel again. Go make them get out there. Go make them tell you what they want to do for education and let them earn their spot on the school board, not because they have an R or a D next to their name. Virginia has a long, sordid history with appointed school boards that stems from Jim Crow era policies of the early to mid 20th century. It wasn't until 1947 that the Virginia General Assembly passed a law permitting Arlington County to elect its school board. When the U.S. Supreme Court ended school segregation in 1954, Arlington was the first to integrate its school system. In response, the General Assembly repealed the law permitting school board elections. After multiple legal battles spurred by groups like the NAACP, the General Assembly finally permitted all Virginia districts to petition for school board elections, beginning in 1992. Today, only 12 of 132 school boards are still appointed. What we want is democracy in Hanover County. Patricia Hunter Jordan is president of the Hanover NAACP.
0: If we have an elected school board, we have a say in who
1: represents us. Currently, we do not have a say. Hunter Jordan says an elected board's interest would be more aligned with the will of its constituents rather than the board that appoints it.
0: We want representation. We want equity. We want the same things that everyone else has.
1: The school board's recent decisions to ban books it deemed inappropriate and remove protections for transgender students drove a group to collect over 10,000 voters' signatures for a referendum petition. Kim Catley, a mother from the Ashland District, began volunteering with the Hanover citizens for an elected school board after signing the petition.
0: My hope is that an elected school board would be feel much more accountable and responsive to everybody, not, not just the people that they agree with.
1: But Karen Reardon in the Chickahominy District says she's voting no. To keep politics out of her child's classroom.
0: I have worked a lot with elected school boards in the past, and they are often beholden to other political interests.
1: A group opposing an elected school board called Keep Hanover Students First has outraised and outspent the Hanover Citizens for an Elected School Board by tens and thousands of dollars, according to finance records from the Virginia Public Access Project. The Hanover Republican Committee is the campaign's top donor. For Reardon, an election won't change the fact that Hanover residents are divided over how to protect and educate their children.
0: I am missing what about an elected school board will change any of the things that need to be changed.
1: But the NAACP's Hunter Jordan says just having the choice in the hands of the voters is a step in the right direction.
0: Why would you not want to vote for someone to represent you? I can't see an answer to that.
1: But in less than a week, a divided Hanover could decide to keep the process the way it's always been. Lyndon German, VPM News.
2: More than 775,000 voters have already cast early ballots. But how secure is the voting system in Virginia? Patrick Larson with VPM News has more.
1: After the polls close, local and state election officials and boards must finish the work of counting and certifying the votes by December 4th.
0: The good news about Virginia, unlike some states, is uh, uh, Virginia's elections are, are are largely well run by dedicated public servants.
1: That's Jenna Lowenstein, executive director of Informing Democracy, a nonprofit that recently published a report on Virginia's election system. She says they've flagged some officials for participating in, quote, anti-democratic trends. But overall, we feel
0: confident and and, uh, want Virginia voters to feel the confidence that they can cast their ballots and that they'll be counted um, securely.
1: State election law and regulations offer detailed instructions for local poll workers and officials to follow and require random audits of General Assembly contests. Patrick Larson, VPM News.
2: Follow along with our election day and night coverage at vpm.org slash elections, or keep up with our live coverage updates on the air and wherever you watch VPM PBS. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast.
1: Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded.